As always, I'm your host, Ramiz. I'm joined by Dylan. How's it going, Ramiz? It's going well. You're back. Yeah, you weren't here last week. No, it was a solo episode by That's you right. last week. That is right. Um, yeah, we're back for another weekly recap. Let's jump into it with our news roundup, because we have a lot of news this yeah, week. I think this is the most news we've had in any week. Yeah. Also, uh, before that, quickly, happy quarter season, Mark. Oh, wow, yeah. already? That's crazy to think about. Yeah, uh, I think that was earlier this week. I think most teams have now played 21 or 22 games. Yep. So yep. that is just over the quarter mark of the season. We did do a quarter mark recap last season. Uh, <laughs> she'll be right. We might wait a little bit. <laughs> we'll though. leave for the half. Yeah. For yeah. the halfway point. But yeah, let's jump in to some of the news. Dylan, you want to take the first piece of news? Yeah, I mean, this was uh, not a good, but also a good, depending which team, it's funny. piece of news. It's hilarious. It's really funny. Um. The OKC Thunder go down to the Memphis Grizzlies without Ja Morant uh, by 73 points. 73. An, an NBA record by a comfortable margin. Five points, I think it was. Mm. Um, or six points, I think. Um, yeah, just a bit of a shellacking is the word that comes to mind. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were doubled up by by the end of the game. 74-148, it was doubled up. Oh, my goodness. I, I believe. Didn't even, I didn't even think of that. Mm. So, it was very close to being... Double that they scored seventy nine points total. Yeah. So six more points um by the wait, that's not how math works. No. It uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> One fifty eight, so five more points. Oh, okay. Or, yeah, so, yeah. or six more points. Anyway. Um yeah, that's that's something that happens in like high school comps where yeah. you like double someone's points. Um shouldn't happen to an NBA team. Now they were missing their two best players, arguably, in Shea, obviously, and then Gee, arguably. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was the second night of a back-to-back against a surging Houston Rockets team. At the sure. But it's still 73 points. There's against no. a, yeah, against a team missing their superstar. Um, just funny stuff. Yeah. Couldn't believe it, honestly, when I saw it. <laughs> I had to do the math a couple times in my own head. Yeah. No, I saw some conversations going around about, like, are they tanking too hard? I mean, they're not even tanking is the issue. I don't... Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think this was intentional. No, no. the imagination. <laughs> I think they accidentally just got completely destroyed. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll get a bit more into this later on with, with uh, some plus minus stuff. This was right. Okay. I, started, yeah. I started filling in the dock. I was like, oh, I've got to go through all the, episode, all the um, games this week. And I realized, no, oh, don't. this <laughs> happened. This is going to be historic. So uh, don't even worry about it. I also got a bit of Wait, oh, I didn't put it down, but I did find kind of a stat from okay. the game. I'll mention it later, but yeah. Um, in other news, uh, Ennis Cantor changes his name to Ennis Cantor Freedom. Right. Um, so now on the box scores, he's Ennis Freedom um, because he got his US citizenship. So yeah. cool, good for him. Yeah. Um, not the first player to kind of do something like that, I yeah. guess. You know, we've had a murder world piece. We had a world be free. Yeah. What was world be free's name? Do you know? I don't know his original name. Yeah, I no. don't know either. Um, I've always known him as world be free, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So not not the first one uh, to do it. It's still funny a little bit when you see it, but yeah. yeah. I mean, that's his name now. Okay. Yeah, it's on the back of the jersey. I think you know that's what he wanted. So yeah, that's, it's good for him. Yeah. Um. And yeah, some unfortunate injury news. So we've had a few kind of injuries and things like that. So Joe Harris had ankle surgery and he's out indefinitely. Yep. I don't remember what this injury was or why he had the surgery. Um, I'm not sure either, but I know it's kept him out most of the season. He's yeah. Played very uh, little. Um, so far this season for the Nets. Yeah. Um, Jalen Suggs has a fractured thumb and is also out indefinitely. 
don't think he required surgery for this one. I also don't think there was surgery yeah, on this. So yeah, it's going to be a shorter timetable because of that. Yeah, which but is out indefinitely still. No timeline on a right. fractured thumb. I guess they're waiting to see how it starts healing and then go from there. I guess, yeah. But um, I mean, I don't fully understand what a fracture is, so... I guess it's like a break, but it doesn't break the bone entirely, right? Oh, right, it's right. It's like right. a crack in the bone. Right. Yeah, so... um, Yeah, it's depending how long that takes, I'm assuming. Yeah, right. Yeah, to start healing. Yeah, wait. Do do clean breaks take less time? That's a good can. question. I think that might be true. Mm. Um, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. Um, And then uh, you can take the next piece of news here. Yeah, uh, Bam had to have thumb surgery on a torn UCL, I think it was, in the thumb. Um, and it's going to miss four to six weeks. So a quite big chunk of time. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, that sucks, but ultimately, I think the heat will be okay. Yeah, that'll be fine. Yeah, but yeah, um, no, that's unfortunate. Definitely. What's it? Never heard of a UCL. Yeah, I mean, I guess thumb. I've never heard of things of the thumb. Yeah. It's what do it stands for? Uh, something, something ligament. Um, yeah. That's about all I got. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, also, another piece of news is that Boogie is signed with the Milwaukee Bucks, DeMarcus Cousins. That's right. Yeah, I skipped um, over that. Yeah, that's a interesting signing. I mean, that's a good team for him to slowly work his way back into, I think. I mean, we've been saying this the last three years with the well, Lakers and the Warriors, and it's like, I just don't know if it's going to happen anymore. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think we very much have to temper our expectations of what his career looks like from here on out. But mm. I think a serviceable, serviceable bench scorer at the big man position, I think, is completely within realm. Yeah, I mean, if he can kind of recover like that, but... I'm I'm really not sure. Like he couldn't play. Yeah. Did he play a single minute with the Lakers? I don't think he did. Well, that he got injured <laughs> on the Lakers again, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. And then he went to the Rockets, right? Was there something in between those two? The Lakers and the Rockets? Yeah, he was on the Rockets for a while. He was putting up. He was playing for the Rockets <laughs> last year. Why do I not remember this? Yeah, he put up like eleven points a game or something like that. For I don't think he played the whole season. I think they eventually waived him, maybe. This was last season? I'm pretty sure this was last season. I'm certain it was last season. He, um... Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Uh, last year wasn't the Lakers year. Last year was uh, Clippers year. Rockets. Rockets. Oh, the year before pl- was Lakers. Right. He played playoff games. For the Clippers, right? For the Clippers, right? Yeah. Um, I completely forgot about the Clippers. Wow. Whoa, yeah. Yeah, he played seven playoff games with the Clippers. Wow, yeah, I can believe forgot about that. Yeah, no, my mind was he was on the Lakers last year, but no, it was their championship year that he yeah. was there. Uh, did Boogie pick up a ring? No, he didn't, because he did not play a single minute, but he was signed by them. Oh, that's right, and he had the injury in the in the like preseason runs. Mm. Like, yeah, whatever, the ACL, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he's now played two games for the Bucks, averaging nine points, four and a half boards, one half assist. See, that's that's the sort of thing I'm expecting at this point. Mm. It's sort of high single digits, maybe crack tens for periods of the season. Five shots, yeah. yeah just sort of as sort of an offensive release valve for the Bucks. Yeah, okay. And sort of like he's he's kind of like the only other like Brook Lopez type three point shooter at center, really I can think of, except like that's a true center, I guess. Yeah. Outside of like Chris Stapps, but he's. I mean, Valentinus, but you know. <laughs> oh, well, true. Actually, I should give him yeah. respect at this point. Yeah, absolutely, Valentinus. But um, yeah, no, it's it's good to see him back in the league. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, no. So back on kind of kind of injuries, COVID stuff. So Kobe yeah. White is now out with COVID. Out for I don't know two weeks probably. That's say, what COVID is. Actually caught COVID. <laughs> yes, I believe okay. so. I believe he's out with COVID. Right. Um, 
Lamelo. Oh, actually, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, so. uh, the Hornets lost a bunch of guys to protocols. I'm not yeah. sure which, uh, if any, are actually having COVID. But Lamelo, Terry Rozier, Mason Plumley, and one of the McDaniel's. I think it's Jaden on the Hornets. Um, is or maybe it's Jalen. Um, anyway, uh, they are Jaden's on the Wolves. I think right. One of them on the Wolves. Jayden's yeah, on the Wolves. Okay, Jalen then. Um, for the Hornets, they're all in protocols. I didn't double check who has COVID, who is just sort of caught up. Cause it seems like, you know, coming from this, it seems like a group thing that they're all caught up. Mm. In. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, that's a lot of guys to lose. If they're all out for a while, that's three starters right there. Yeah. Um, if it was just protocols, I think all they need is two negative tests in right. a row or three negative tests in a row or something like that. Yeah. So they can be back sooner than you might expect, right. but yeah. But if they're not, yeah. Yeah. And then LeBron had a false positive COVID test mm. as well. So he was, out with COVID, presumably, is what, you know, he's tested positive. And then, apparently, when he went back to LA, he got tested twice a day, every day, and just say. every single one was negative. He got seven negative yeah. tests in a row, and the league was just like, I guess all right, so. I mean, sure, I guess. Yeah, I feel like that's reasonable, though. Yeah. Like, but, like, if you can report definitively that you don't have COVID yeah. after that many tests, then I think, yeah, they should be able to let you back in. Mm. Um, did he end up actually missing a game? I, I think so, yeah. Did he miss one? Okay. I think so. I thought he did. I thought he returned enough between... Because it was after the Sacramento game, wasn't it? I don't know exactly, but I think he was... I think it was about three days. Right. And then he played in the Clippers game? Or he missed the Clippers game? Did he play? I don't know. Um, no, sorry. He missed the Kings game. Oh, and he played in the Clippers okay, game. That's right. right. There we go. So it was before. Right. Yeah. Um... Yeah, next piece of news. So we've kind of got a follow-up on something we talked about, I think, a few weeks ago now. Mm. So uh, the Bulls and Heat each lose a second rounder for tampering. So what that was, was um, at the start of free agency, the Heat obviously got Carl Lowry, the Bulls got Lonzo Ball, both a, a touch too fast to have actually, right. you know, happened in the legal time that they were allowed in free agency. But, so they were punished for tampering. They were given... I think pretty much the most minimal punishment they could have gotten. Yeah. Um, and the league cited they were just very helpful and they just <laughs> cooperated with the investigation and all that sort of stuff. Um, the Heat put out a statement saying, we disagree, but we'll move on. No, I, like, I don't think the Bulls say anything. Uh, yeah, the Heat were just like, sure, whatever, take it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll keep Kyle Lowry for a second round. Yeah. That seems like a fair trade to us. Yeah, I mean, we say like we say that they're giving this up for these guys, but right. are they really? They they still would have gone to these guys anyway. Yeah, probably. I mean, yeah. it's it's sort of a this is a laughable yeah, punishment to discourage tampering. If anything, it just hurts those two second rounders. Whoever's going to be drafted is there right. only going to be fifty eight picks? And I think that's how it works. Yeah, that's how what happened with the Bucks last draft. Mm. Right, they just avoided a pick. Um, yeah, that only hurts the talent of the league. Yeah, <laughs> um, not necessarily the players. I somehow they should like. Like, randomize, just give those That's out. That's what I'm thinking, yeah, right? Like just don't like put them to waste. Give it a pool <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, those are two contracts for yeah. guys that they probably should give out. Make it like a third round kind of thing. <laughs> a third round, that'd be funny. <laughs> just the top two teams um, in the lottery, just get them. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that would probably work. Mm. Yeah. Depending, like, the worst second rounder. No, the best second round goes to the worst team. Yeah. Or the first overall pick or something like that. Yeah. Or give it to the team that was harmed, I guess, to the Raptors and the Pelicans. That seems good, mm. but yeah, not all of them are sign and trades, so it would be hard to do that. Were but they were they not both sign and trades? Well, these I'm ones? saying going in the future, yeah, right. um, but I think that's a mm. great, <laughs> a great punishment, I guess, or prize. Yeah, 
just adds to the sign and trade. All right, you have to throw in another second. Yeah, <laughs> that seems completely reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they do that? I don't know. <laughs> All right, um, and last piece of news here is Blazers removed president of basketball operations slash GM, I think, yeah. uh, Neil Oshley, for workplace culture stuff. Now, I don't remember exactly what happened here. Right, I think it was something to do with uh, sexual misconduct and mm. stuff like that. That's uh, what I thought, yeah. Right, but and just sort of a harassment type of environment. So, uh, I mean, obviously after the investigations, they found that to be the case, so glad he's yeah. yeah. And I, I think that was an internal investigation. I don't think the I don't think it was a league one. Yet, yeah, right. but I think eventually the league would have been like, all right, get him out of here anyway. Might as well, you know, right. get him out sooner rather than later, so they don't face a crackdown from yeah. the league. Um, bad thing is, th- I hope this doesn't deter the league from investigating if they are no. going to investigate because they're not. Is the league investigating the Suns? The league was investigating someone, I don't... Well, after the Sava stuff, because ESPN was coming out with that massive report, remember? I think they might be. Are they, yeah, is the league investigating? Mm, I think the league should be investigating, Right. yeah. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure if they actually are or not, but I think mm. they might be. So, yeah, I haven't heard anything about that recently either. Yeah. So that will obviously take a while. All right. Um, let's move on to one big question mm. here. So, um, we haven't done this... Ages. Yeah, we've sort of shaken it up the last couple of weeks, so it's it's good to ease back in. Yeah, okay. Well, let's get started with the Pacers. Do you want right. to start with us? Yeah, I mean, the Pacers have not been a very good team so far this season. Um, and uh, for me, it's sort of, is it time to shake things up here? Is it time to move on from this core, I guess, that you know hasn't been together forever, but it's obviously not been super successful, mm. especially as we've talked about the Pacers been a bit disappointing record-wise the last couple seasons. Yeah. Especially the last two seasons. And right now, I mean, they've lost four in a row and they're 13th in the East. Mm. Out of, like, they're only above the awful Pistons and the awful Magic. Yeah. So, um, that's a pretty tough spot to be with a lot with a team that has a lot, a lot of talent. I know, right? Yeah, like, on paper, and everyone says this, on paper, so many great players. Yeah. Like, that's just a fantastic starting lineup. Yeah. Like, if you told me... I would believe you if you said that's like one of the five best starting lineups exactly. in the league. Just yeah. like they've got that much talent at each position. Even um, their bench isn't. Yeah, their bench isn't empty by any means. No, definitely yeah. not. Um, just weird, weird how poorly they're doing here. Yeah. Um, but my question is, can they even blow it up? Like, who do they hand the keys to? Chris Duarte is like twenty three. Right. They um, don't exactly have like a nice young rookie to build around. Chris Duarte, great player, great yeah. rookie. But he kind of just fits in with the rest of this so. roster. The superstar potential is not there. Mm. Um, He's just another solid guy, like a Brogdon, like a Miles Turner, whoever else is on here. This makes me think, though, is this a Ben Simmons team? Um, mm. This is... I think I came up with a mock the last time we did... GM's um, DMs? GM's DMs. I think I might have come up with a Pacers trade, because that's the thing. They have a million movable players. Yeah, absolutely. Every single one of their starting lineup, I think teams would happily trade for. Definitely. Um, Miles Turner is someone that I feel like should have been traded a long time ago. Mm. Um, Just in terms of his fit with Sabonis. I I don't think think blowing it up means you have to get rid of Sabonis, who's their best player. Um, I think it means that you need to restructure the team sort of around him. Mm. And... um, I don't know how well he and Ben Simmons would maybe, fit. Yeah, yeah, sort of two maybe separate ideas there. But even then, um, like, Brogdon is a completely movable trade. Uh, Levert, I mean, if you want to move on from him already, yeah. um, I think teams would ha- have to have a swing at him. T- uh, Turner, like I said, if you do want to move on from Sabonis, you'd get a lot of stuff back for him. Yeah, um, He's still young. He's still, you know, an all-star. 
TJ um, Warren, you take a flyer on. Yeah, I mean, TJ McConnell, people love. TJ McConnell, he's also out with an injury, actually. We mm. should mention that. He's out for four weeks or something like right. that. Um, who else? Jeremy Lamb's mm. on this team. There's a bunch of guys. Oh shit, if you wanted to move Chris Duarte for another first-round pick this year or something yeah. like that. Um, there's a million directions they can go with blowing it up, but I'm skeptical. You know, They obviously just hired Carlisle. Yeah. So that's a coach that wants to be around winning players. Yeah, he's not a rebuild coach right. necessarily. Um, and, you know, so it's sort of, it will be a bumpy road this season if they blow it up. But I think, you know, if, the, if you're the 13th seed sort of down in the dumps, you know, they're not directly with those bottom two teams. There is no. like a five game gap yeah. in terms of wins between those those tiers, I guess you could say. But they're still 13th at the yeah. end of the day. And they absolutely shouldn't be so i think yeah i think it's time to change some stuff up yeah it's just surely not right it's <laughs> like, just like how can you like <laughs> sit and look at this team and think oh we have to yeah move this entire thing around yeah it's but, like i could imagine one or two moves to get over a hump but the hump right. shouldn't be getting past the 13th getting seat. into the plane <laughs> is now the goal yeah. for this team which is nuts mm. what happened with them last season in the plane they lost the um they lost to the Hornets. And yeah. And then yes. the Hornets lost in the eighth seed game to the Raptors or something. No, the Raptors didn't make it. I don't remember. Who played the Bucks in the first round? The wasn't the Heat, was it? Oh, it was. Yeah. No. Oh, okay, no, no. The Bucks were then. Who was the first seed? Yeah, the Sixers. The Sixers. Who did the Sixers play? The Whoa. It wasn't the Knicks. <laughs> the Wizards? The Wizards. Yeah. There we go. We got there. <laughs> yeah, the Hornets lost to the Wizards. Right, and Indiana lost in the 8-9 game. Yeah, okay. Right. The 8-9 game or the 9-10 game? Oh, the 9-10 game. game. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that feels like forever. Up. <laughs> what was the fourth team in there, just to round it yeah. out? Uh, who was the seventh seed? They, The Wizards played... It wasn't the Heat in the seventh seed, so it was whoever the Nets played, right? Were the Nets the second seed? Were the Nets really the second seed? Wow. I guess Kyrie played last year, didn't he? Um, who did the Nets play in the first round? <laughs> Man, this is crazy. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> well, it had to be a decent team. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. But yeah, what we're saying is they're fighting to be a play-in team. And by let's move on, I'm going to look it up. You get, you okay. move on. Um, next team? Yeah, next team. Okay, Unless next team. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I have much more to say. I think they should blow it up. Uh, next team here is uh, the Phoenix Suns, who we might be a touch like getting to this. Um, Celtics. The Celtics. That's mm. right. Um, did, you, did you talk about the Suns last week? I didn't talk about sure. anyone last week. Okay. Yeah, well, we're a bit late getting to this, but it's still worthy of acknowledgement, obviously. Um, the Suns just rattled off 18 wins in a row, um, just losing to the Warriors today mm. um, to end the streak. But without Devin Booker for the last two and a half games... Um, yeah, I mean, my question is, should they be the favorites in the West right now? This is a team that just won 18 in a row. They were in the finals last year. Yeah. They don't have any real competitors outside the Warriors, I would say, right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they beat the Warriors in the first matchup this week, earlier in the week. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they still have all the same pieces that make them great. And, you know, right now, I'd, I wouldn't put it past it. You know, I wouldn't be shocked at all. They're, if they made the finals right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right. I think they should be the favourites. But what mm. shocks me is that teams haven't figured them out. Because mm. they do the same thing every play and every game, pretty much. But I think that just sort of <laughs> speaks to how deadly they are. Yeah. That what they do is just so proficient that 
you know, it's hard to stop a pick and roll with Chris Paul. And then yeah. you throw in DeAndre Ayton, who's a great rim runner and leaper and finisher, and that's just sort of an impossible stop. I know, but it's yeah. like surely a team figures it yeah, out right? at some point, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Warriors, yeah. the Warriors did beat them um, today by 18. Yeah, um, no Booker though. No Booker, of course, you're right. But yeah, like in a series, surely a team figures it out. But, you know, it was this last year as well. And, mm. you know, no one figured it out until the Bucks kind of got to got to them. And the yeah. Bucks needed Drew Holiday, Giannis, yeah. and Chris Middleton, three really elite defenders at yeah. all the right positions to kind of figure it out. Right. Um, and the Warriors, they might have that once Clay comes back. Right. They might have like that. They'll have their elite guard defender. They obviously have Draymond. I don't know if they have. Oh, I guess Wiggins is an all right defender yeah, as well. Otto Border, yeah. Yeah, yeah they do stuff. have the guys there. Um, so yeah, I guess they are the favorites pending clay is yeah. what I'm going to say. I mean, even I, I say this, but even right now, I, I think the Warriors are still the favorites in my head right now. Mm. If I think top of the West and I think teams that right now I'm expecting to make the finals, the Warriors are right there for me. And that, you know, maybe that's just because the Warriors have been sort of, they are the not surprise team by mm. any means, but they are excelling expectations right now. Um, yeah. being... Are they still the top record? I think they're second, yeah. yeah. Or I've they might have jumped back over jumped the Suns. Um, they're either one or two in the league. Um, and they're just so electrifying to watch. And Steph has been the MVP so far this season. Sort of undoubtedly, almost. Yeah, I would um, say so. And, yeah, I mean... They, they are have, back to first, yes. Yeah. They're deep. They have guys returning, like we're saying. Clay obviously, is a big piece for this team. Um, so right now they're the favorites in my head, but maybe that's me also sleeping on the Suns, who were like my favorite team last year. <laughs> yeah, outside the Heat. Yeah. Um, who do you think of when you think? I do think Warriors is top, mm. but it's also like the Suns just went an 18 game win streak. It's like how do you how do you pick against that? But right. um, the the Warriors are interesting because they're not as like live and die by Steph. Yeah, but they still kind of are <laughs> a little a bit. A little bit. Like Steph had a really rough performance, and that's one of the stats we'll get to later on. He had a rough performance against the Suns, which is the main reason they lost. Yeah. Um. But you know, today he had a Steph like game. He mm. played like himself, and they blew them out. So yep. I don't know if they are live and die by, um, Steph's hands. And then it comes down to, is anyone stopping him? Right. Um, come a playoff series, maybe. I mean, we've seen it in the past. We've seen guys kind of get in his way and slow him down. And, yeah. you know, obviously Kevin Durant kind of being the main guy um, on those teams. So, I don't know. I don't know because, you know, they they didn't even really make... They technically didn't make the playoffs last year. Yeah, right. You know, um, just because the teams wouldn't manage to get in their way. But, yeah. yeah. No, they definitely don't feel the same. They feel, Yeah, they feel like the... 15 Warriors they do me. and I said that before the season I didn't expect them to play like the 15 Warriors in terms of record because I thought some other teams in the West would be better than them and you know it's not quite the same team and everything but it is the same vibe it feels mm. like Steph and eventually Clay will be just and Draymond who we should you know acknowledge has been incredible he looks yeah. like old Draymond again he doesn't look washed at all um, they've been powering this team but also Wiggins has looked super engaged and you know it keeps coming back to that the two dunks that he had on Cat a couple of weeks ago um, that, you know, the big putback dunk and everyone says after mm. that, he's been super energized and stuff like that. And it looks like that. Um, but I think at the end of the day, the only person who can guard Steph is Steph. Like if he has a bad night shooting, that's sort of just him missing shots more than anything else. I yeah. think he's always going to get shots that he wants to get. Um, so yeah, it is an interesting one, two battle right now, but I'm enjoying the Warriors being dominant again. I think it's, it's really fun. fun. It's fun. These Warriors. Right. Being dominant. Yeah. It is fun. These Warriors because they're so deep. And there's, yeah. and there's a couple guys every night that can just step up and have... Like, one, Toscano Anderson has been fantastic yeah. the last couple of weeks. 
I watched him play a fourth quarter like two weeks ago. That just blew my mind. Mm. He did everything. Assists, rebounds, defense, shot making. Um, he had that massive dunk on JaVale from the last yeah. Suns game. Um, he's been awesome to watch. Yeah. And they've just got those guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to my top three stats of the week. Um, and starting at number three, uh, kind of talking about the Warriors, is Draymond, the second ever to have nine points, nine rebounds, and nine assists, and have a plus 25 plus minus in a game. Wow. And that is exactly 999, yeah. I should say. Yeah. So I, I could have gone a bit like, uh, I, I went overly specific, which is why that's number three. Yeah. Um, number two, also kind of sticking with the Warriors, uh, Steph had his worst shooting performance of his career with yeah. 20 field goal attempts uh, against the Suns in their first uh, game in their first matchup of the week, shooting four for 21. So that's his worst shooting performance ever, shooting 20 or more field goals. Yeah. Um, and still one of his worst ever, if you, if you go down to like 10. Yeah. Um, honorable mention one, uh, and this is what I was talking about earlier, the um, the Grizzlies had nine players in double digits. Mm. 17th time in NBA history that's happened. Okay. I found that. Um, yeah. So that's why it's not one of the stats. It's not that uncommon. In fact... Well. It happened last season. Who did it last oh, season? Yeah. It was, I think the Bulls did it once last season. The Bulls, I think That's so. That's an interesting team to pull. Someone it off did last it season. once last season. It's happened like, I think four times in the last like four or five years. Okay, so it's getting a bit more common. Mm. But seventeen for league history is yeah minuscule. Or oh, actually no, it might be nineteen. I might be mixing okay. up numbers because it's it's either seven or nine have had ten players. Right. But the last time that happened was nineteen ninety four. Wow. Mm. That's ages ago. Um. But yeah, number one, and this is kind of the big one. This is the main one. Jonas yeah. Valanciunas, the fifth time in NBA history, a player has had 39 points, 15 rebounds, and seven threes. He had the highest field goal percentage of any of those performances, highest three-point percentage of any of those performances, the only non-guard of any of those performances. Wow. In fact, all of the other ones. Uh, Harden, James Harden did it three times, and Vince Carter did it once. That's unbelievable. That was a crazy game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so he shot seven for eight on threes in yeah. total. And <laughs> he was seven for seven in the first half. He yeah. only took one in the second half. Um, it would have been a perfect shooting performance had he not taken that last one, but yeah. He should have thrown some more up, though. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, you know, when you're 7 for 7 and you miss your first one after the half, I think you've earned the light a little bit to keep chucking them. The thing is, I think he needed... <laughs> you kind of right. needed those uh, points. I'm pretty sure... They won that game, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but I, I don't think it was like a blowout, so... No, it's not like... And all of it was in the... Sort of like in the flow of the offense. Mm. There was, you know, when he got to like the five mark, I think he started hunting them a bit. Mm. Um, like he was still in the rhythm, but he was definitely kept shooting it every time he caught it. I think he, he made three in a row at one point or something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was a. I only watched the highlights and he watched the whole game, but mm. it was an awesome performance. Yeah, but like, yeah, no, what I'm saying is he needed it so he couldn't just be chucking. Otherwise, yeah, they might yeah. have lost if he was just chucking. Right. But. Then yeah. again, if you're shooting like that, yeah, I think it's I think it's good for the offense to keep getting him up. He's been awesome so far this season. Yeah, he's know, been the yeah. only bright spot on the Pelicans pretty much. Mm. And uh, I keep seeing conflicting stats. Does he have the highest field three point percentage in the league, or is it Patty Mills? It's him. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. him. Yeah, minimum, I think so. minimum amount of attempts. Maybe it's the attempts that are throwing the stat off. I think Valanciunas has enough attempts. I think okay. Patty Mills might not. So that might be it. No, Patty's definitely got enough attempts. I don't know. Here, all right. Um, you move on to the plus minus. Okay. I will ha- look into this. Right. Well, um, for the plus minus this week, we've got a very special Thunder Grizzlies event, <laughs> I will say. Um, I'm almost not sure which way to start, but I think I'll start with the Thunder. We'll finish on a high note with the Grizzlies. Um, so, 
starting with the Thunder, um, they had five minus 40s on the team, or worse. Checks out. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> a tr- that's unbelievable. Um, including the second and third worst plus minuses in league history. Uh, with uh, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, the rookie, with a minus 56. And Lou Dort with a minus 53. Um, I think, and also I think... Last year, we talked about a Thunder game that also resulted in one of the worst all-time. Um, do you remember talking about this? Oh, Isaiah Roby, that's who it was, had a minus 50 last season. Yeah, in a Thunder yeah, yeah, game. yeah, yeah. I think he's fourth or fifth. Um, yeah, so they had the worst home loss in NBA history. Right, that's, that was the that last was one. Two? I don't. No, okay. Um, so, yeah, the Thunder... Paddy Mills, sort of currently leading the league in three-point right, percentage. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, that's sort of... Yeah, great <laughs> for the Thunder. Isaiah Rober's still on this Thunder team, I'm pretty sure, too. Um, uh, the best plus minus on the th- on the Thunder was a minus 18 by Gabriel Deck. Solid. So he went out. I think he I, he didn't get enough minutes. I'll no, say that much. Yeah, that, <laughs> he could have recovered. That was a not bit. a name that made me that made it sound like you got a lot of minutes. Right. So maybe the minus 18 <laughs> was a matter of not playing. Just enough. not out there long yeah. enough to keep running it up. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, but we'll get to the Grizzlies here. Um, so Santi Aldama, who I'm pretty sure is a rookie this season for mm. the for the Grizzlies, uh, now holds the third best plus minus of all time with a plus fifty two. <laughs> That's um, ridiculous. Played the most minutes off the bench, so he was out there off the bench too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the really interesting one in terms of um, the starters here: Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks, who were arguably the two best Grizzlies players in that game, mm. with Jar being out. Um, were only were second and third last in plus minus for the Grizzlies. At what though? <laughs> I think they were only plus like fourteen and plus sixteen, okay. something like that. Mm. And then someone else off the bench was only like a plus fourteen. Right. Okay. Um, but it was really the Grizzlies bench. I think there was a plus forty in the Grizzlies starters, maybe two plus thirties, and then uh, those two sort of mid-teens, and then every the, like the first. Four or five guys off the Grizzlies bench are all plus twenties or better. Okay. Yeah, including right. Aldama, who was a plus fifty-two. Yeah, right. Um, so very interesting composition for the Grizzlies, <laughs> especially like the Thunder starters got completely destroyed. Yeah. But the Grizzlies bench is what destroyed them. It mm. seems like, which is yeah, quite interesting. So uh, yeah, all that made a great plus minus for me this That's week, fantastic. and an easy yeah. one to yeah. be honest, which I was looking forward to. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you looked into like all time ranking. So, oh yeah. yeah, you didn't phone it in. No, no stuff like plus fifty six has to be yeah. inspected. You can't just leave that there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's get to Baywatch now. Um, not much from Sadiq Bay or Moses Moody. In fact, I don't think Moses Moody played anywhere this week. Oh, okay. Yep. No G League either. Yep. Mm, I don't think so. But yeah, Trey Mann had a career high game in. Everything, technically. Every single step. So, 17 points and 7 boards, which are actually career highs. He tied his career high assists with 1. Which is nuts. Tied his career high steals with 2. Tied his career high blocks with 1 <laughs> as well. Nice. Um, most minutes, except that was overtaken the next game with okay. 2 more. Um, and most free throws attempted and made with 6. I think his previous career high was 1. one. Okay, well, 6 is pretty <laughs> Or good. 2. It was 1 or 2. I think... Uh, that that game was not in the Grizzlies game. No, that was the not Rockets. the Grizzlies game. Uh, they still Gri- lost. They still lost uh, to a surging Houston team. Um, but I think he was a minus forty-two in that in that Grizzlies mm. game. So not the worst we've ever seen. But not. I think he's. <laughs> it was rough. I want to double check. This. Actually, I think it was minus forty-six. Yeah, I think it might have been a bit more. Um, only 
I think he was only like fifth or sixth worst all time. <laughs> only. So that's not bad. Hey, let's not you know, let's not pile on the guy. No, no, no. <laughs> it know, wasn't just his fault. You know, that was that game was on a back to back. There was <laughs> there was 37 more points that they had to give up. Right. There. There's a few <laughs> mitigating circumstances. He did get the start, minus 47. Yeah, I think it's it, yeah, it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he had a good week in individual stats. Right. If you don't look at the plus minuses, because right. they weren't particularly good. That Rockets lost, they lost by I think 16 or something like okay. that. His plus minus was pretty rough there as well. And then their other game, which I'm blanking on, um, uh, also not the best. Uh, but yeah, he saw a lot more minutes this week, I guess, yeah. with kind of Shea out. Um, yeah. But yeah, hopefully some more consistent minutes. He's been putting up stat lines. It's not been winning, but it's the Thunder, so yeah. who cares? Yeah, and it's, he's a rookie. <laughs> and if he could put up stats, that's sort of the main thing. At this mm. point. Yeah. All right, uh, let's get to our League Pass games to watch now. Um, and you have the first one here. Uh, yep, so on Tuesday the 7th, um, I've got Clippers at Blazers. And there's a bit of history between these two teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dame and Marcus Morris, and also formerly Patrick Beverly, but he's not on this team anymore, mm-hmm. with sort of the Dame time taunting in the bubble. Um, the Clippers... Also have, Paul George, but you know. Oh, and Paul George, yes. Um, was he doing the taunting? He wasn't doing the taunting, but there was like... He said it was a bad shot. He's a, oh, that's <laughs> the, right. The I before. forgot about that. Uh, yeah. that. Wait, that's Thunder? That's Thunder, yeah. Paul Jordan. I did forget about that. Okay, so there's even more there. Um, Dame's been... He's recovered from the tough side of the mm. season, which we talked about. Um, I think he got Player of the Week, like, two oh, weeks ago, I okay. think. Yep. I, my head. I, I never keep up with Player of the Week. I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> I think Trey Young got it this week. I think I heard that on the broadcast. Yeah, he's had a phenomenal last mm. couple of games. Um, I think he's had, like, 30 and 10 in, like, six games in a row or something like that. Okay. Um... But, yeah, this will be a, f- a fun game for two sort of middling West teams at the moment. Mm. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, my game is Celtics at Lakers the next day on Wednesday the 8th. If you remember back to their previous matchup, which was like two or three weeks ago, good game. Came down kind of the wi- kind of to the wire. Uh, Dennis Schroeder had a really solid game. Yep. Um, I'm forgetting who blew it in at the end. Like, I know, I know they're like, oh, maybe no one specifically blew it, but, like, their late game execution was not great. Actually, for the, for the, the Lakers. Oh, the Lakers. Lakers right. Sorry. Um, I know who blew it. It was Russ Westbrook. <laughs> ah, yeah. That. I'm pretty sure he took some more of those shots that he should not be taking. Mm, yes. Um, those very long tying and go-ahead um, threes. I think he took one or two of those oh. towards the end of that game. Is that the one where he just chucked it? He just ran up the court and chucked it? I don't think it was that, that game, but I think different. it was like the game after okay. that. Or yeah. a couple <laughs> games after that where he still shouldn't have been shooting like that. Yes. But yeah, no. The Lakers lost last time. Hopefully they come back. And make this one just as good a game because yeah. the last game was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, who wants to go? I'll go first here. Um, on Thursday the 9th, I've got Jazz at Timberwolves. And this feels like a sort of uh, polar opposite sort of approach to teams in my mind. Uh, the Jazz are a well formed team, top to bottom, mm-hmm. whereas the Timberwolves are sort of a three man group, more or less, um, with D'Lo, Cat, uh, and um, Ant. Ant, Ant, yep. Um, and I, I, I'd like to see Ant sort of go head-to-head with Spider. I think, like, that's a yeah. fun matchup that hopefully sort of continues throughout their careers. Because um, I feel like they're both similar players, but also different players. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same position, yeah. Yeah. Um, my game is Bucks at Heat. I'm surprised you didn't pick this one, actually. I sort of tried to steer clear of some of the bigger names. I, I did kind of yeah. gather that looking yeah. at yours. I was like, hmm, interesting. I was <laughs> like, let's pick some weird ones. Yeah. For me, yeah. I don't usually tend for these games. Yeah, so Bucks at Heat on Thursday the 9th. Kind of a classic one, yeah. you know, playoff matchup for the last couple of years. Just watch it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Giannis hopefully plays this one. He missed the last one from 
today. I think that he got blown. Hey, even it. more authentic if Giannis doesn't play. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, that was... No, Giannis did play. Yeah. I'm trying I, to think back in the last two playoffs. Lo- I think in the bubble, he missed the last game and a half. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. Um, yes, and the next one is Jazz at Sixers on Friday the 10th. Kind of two teams that are well-constructed. Mm. Two, <laughs> yeah, two yeah. teams that are well-constructed here. Obviously, we're still not seeing much from Ben Simmons. No. As, as things stand, I'm... We haven't heard anything. I just haven't heard anything. Yeah. Apparently, he's going broke. That's the report I heard like a week or two ago. Apparently, he's still living like he's earning money, <laughs> um, at least from an NBA contract, but I'm not sure if that's 100% true or not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Good game to good teams. Not right. like top of the... Not yeah. top of either of their conferences currently, but yeah, two teams that were at the top of their conferences last year. So. Where are the Jazz currently? I haven't checked in on that. I feel like they're probably bit. still in like the 3-4 range. They'd have to be. Around there. They are currently the third seed. Yeah, that makes sense. At 15 and 7, quietly. Mm. Um, sort of. And where are the Sixers? The Sixers are... Oh, they're ninth at the moment. Okay. 12 and 11. They had a bit of a slide with them beat out there. Mm. Um, oh, the Bucks are way back up there. They were 12th for a while, now they're back to third. I mean, early season. The yeah. standings will shift around so much. If you look at the middle of the West, I think 5 and 10 are separated by one game. Okay. Mm. So it's going to be another close... We had a close year last year. We kind of have a close year in that area every year. Yeah, that is true. Mm. Uh, maybe a couple years ago, there was a real close But yeah, last year, it was really, really close. Like, it was four teams That's within right, yeah. a game or something like yep. that. Within two games. Uh, yeah, uh, the last game here, I've got Pistons at Pelicans uh, on Saturday the 12th. Um, I did have a reason for why I picked this. Oh, uh, we're inching closer to a Zion return. Okay. This is a bit of a preemptive. In fact, it's probably a, a touch too early for a Zion return, mm. but it could be. You could sneak in early here. Uh, it wasn't race for the bottom, maybe. It is also a bit of a race for the <laughs> bottom. That's for sure. Um, but also watching Cade's fun. He's gotten comfortable now. He's putting mm. up big stat lines. Um, obviously checking in on guys Sadiq. Um, watch Valanciunas bomb some more threes. Uh, but yeah, this is a hopefully preemptive Zion return. Who had a bit of a setback with his injury rehab because apparently his foot's still sore. It's probably because he's like 350 pounds, mm. but um, after doing some four and four full contact stuff, so um, we'll see if he makes it back by then. Yeah, this is actually going to be a good good game for Valanciunas because the Pistons don't really have undersized. a like great matchup yeah, for him. Yeah, very undersized. Um, as big and strong as Isaiah Stewart is, he's a bit shorter. Yeah. Mm. All right, uh, and the SBS games here. Uh, yeah, Lakers at Grizzlies on Friday the 10th, uh, which will be a fun game. Uh, we're not expecting Jar for a little bit longer, are we? He's probably still got a couple more weeks with that knee sprain. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think he was. I think he got ruled out for a couple more weeks. Um, and then also Monday, so the n- next episode that comes out after you listen to this one, uh, on that day will be Nets at Pistons. Yeah. I think this is the second time we've had an SBS Nets at Pistons, actually. I think I watched the last one when I was in Bathurst for two weeks. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we've seen... Pistons on SBS a couple of times. I think this right. is maybe the third time we've seen Pistons. Yeah. Um, and we've seen Lakers a few times as well, yep. I think. But yeah, um, catch those games Yep, if you can. Free games. Free basketball. All right. And finally, the over-under. Yes. Uh, didn't have an over-under last week. No, we no. didn't. We did uh, not. So, um, But from two weeks ago, we both picked Melo to hit one clutch three. Yep. Like I mentioned last week, I don't know when it was, but yeah. you did hit one. I uh, also, I think I had a bit of a look for that. Also couldn't find it. Yeah. The stats there. Um, but yeah, we're both three on... T- Three and two on the season. Lock on is zero two. He's not here, so he yeah. can't pick. But um, yeah. So my line. So the Bulls, who just picked up a quality win today against the Nets uh, in a close one, um, have two really strong players right now in Levine and DeRozan. Um, but I thought we'd take a look at DeRozan, who has been putting up twenty eight a game 
um, over the last five, up from 26 for the season. Um, and so, and they're five and one in their last six games. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and uh, pretty much just setting the scoring line at 28. Can he keep this up for the next three games? Mm. Only playing three games next week. Um, playing Nuggets, Cavs, Heat. So all solid teams that you know will require his contribution. Yeah, it's a tough one. Mm. I think. I think I'm going to go the under okay. because the Nuggets and the Heat are two of the better defenses in the league currently. True. I'm intrigued as to who the Nuggets will throw on him because I don't think they'll put Aaron Gordon on him. I think they'll put Aaron Gordon on Zach Levine. But interesting. Yeah, I think they can slow. I think the Nuggets will slow him down. They'll he'll score in the low twenties, Heat low twenties. He'll probably put around thirty up on the Cavs, but I'm going to say he's like just under in like the twenty six kind of range. Okay. Yeah, back for his season average. Um. What am I expecting? The Nuggets are a bit depleted here. Um, I think maybe... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If I, I'm expecting, you know, against tough defences, at least one bull has to break through. Mm. And if I'm going to put money on any of them, I think I'm going to put it on DeRozan. Yeah. Sort of breaking through. He's leading the team in scoring. I think for the season, he's fifth, and Levine's like seventh or something okay. like that. Um, so they're both putting up around 25 a game, 26, like I said, for DeRozan. The Cavs... Are a solid team, and Mobley is a good rim defender, which is where DeRozan likes to get his stuff. Um, I'll go over just to separate us, okay. but I think it could be it could be quite a close one. Yeah, I think this is a tight line. I, I like the line as well, yeah. yeah. All, right. All right, well, yeah, that is it for this week. Uh, bigger episode now yeah. that we're back. Yeah, all right, but uh, unless you have anything else to add? Um... I think that's it. Yep. Okay. Um, if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a like on YouTube. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating or a review. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at stat underscore stoppers. Other than that, thanks for listening. Peace.